0: This week's episode is brought to you by Space. There's only so much of it to go around, and we have to make sure that we don't put anything stupid in there, like a suit, or a large pair of boots, or a stand trigger that can be put on bottom of deck and re something. Space. There's only so much to go around. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Gabe. And uh, Matt and I are outside again, so that's fun. Um, today we are talking about uh, cards that limit design space. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> it, w- it was your idea. It
1: okay. well, wasn't so. exactly my idea. Okay. So was... a friend of ours came up to us and was talking about the um, rather subpar support for Pale Moon and Rummy Labyrinth, which is the character booster 3 that recently came out in Japan. And we were trying to figure out why... Um, Maybe why they weren't give, giving Palmoon lots of on, at- uh, on attack calls, or why, the, you know, the, like other than, of course, the hairy stride, which is very counter blast heavy. So, what, what is the issue here? And our, our friend James brought up the point that possibly the free, quote, free calls of uh, Flying Paraton and Cutie uh, Paratrooper uh, were, were just too powerful for making entire additional columns with the free calls from a stride, meaning uh, if it had the Magia ability. So with that in the, um, what is it, Cat and High Boots? Yeah. Yeah, Cat and High Boots, which when uh, something is placed on Vanguard, you can call it out, and then when it's called out, you can call something else out. And all these ways give a way to just bring an entire new board with only a few calls. So like two calls, say, is an entire board for Pailman. Yeah. And so wh- the, the idea here is that the, the new support was not what people were looking for because of the strength of cards like QD Paratrooper, um, which first of all must have a hairy
0: vanguard and be called by the Magi ability, and flying Paraton. Yeah, um, it, it's uh, interesting to note that like the first card that comes to mind. It, it also sorry, it also applies to cards that uh, are like causing Bushiro to like be very careful with uh, like you know support. <laughs> so for the example, the first cards that come to mind are Silent Tom and commander laurel um the idea of your vanguard restanding without really losing any drive checks can uh, makes it so that over making like your center column too crazy is you know d- would be game breaking right um and then on top of that you have silent tom where if uh, if uh, like oracle think tank ha- i guess gets too many resources or something would make it so like oh you can't garbage zeros and then that's going to be too broken um That's not to say that Bushiroad's whole, like, caution about all this is wrong or right, necessarily, but it's just definitely something to think about. Um, What do you think, Gabe? Um,
2: I mean, there are definitely a lot of cards that Bushi probably takes into consideration, but as we've seen time and time again, they do make a lot of errors, because taking into consideration one card doesn't mean it should inherently be bad. Like, I like to mess around with OTT, which is just, it's so bad. It's its so, so bad. And, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's all there is to say. Bushiro, Aww. like, I, Bushiro needs to do that to avoid really garbage stuff, but at the same time, like, they don't go about it super well regardless.
1: Right. And I I do think that sometimes the clan mechanics and the cards they have in consideration just don't match well. Like with the Tom with Silent Tom, the assumption is that everyone who plays Silent Tom is going to be playing twelve crit.
2: Okay. I mean that's what they, they have to do. So.
1: Right. And so for instance, like the Battle Sister Stride, um, whose name I'm forgetting right now. My apologies. Um, yeah. From Tri, Tri-, Tri- Dragon, um, doesn't affect. Only affects Battle Sisters, so yeah. the Oracle effect is Oracle all Battle Sisters in front row gain f- uh, f- a 1K for each card in hand, but it's specifically restricted to Battle Sisters because they want yeah. you know they want to avoid Tom, which is the only rear guard that, uh, that otherwise would matter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, t- Tom is free, so I think that's what they're so scared of. I agree with you. It, like that's why they made it 8K, and Tom was very powerful. Uh, at the start of the game, and then just kind of got phased out due to G-guards and, you know... Break rides. And break and rides and all that other stuff, <clears throat> with the things in between. But it, it's just a, it's something that Bushrod is, like, ever, like, hyper-aware of when <clears throat> they're making new stuff, which, unfortunately, hurts the clan, because, uh, you know, OTT players are limited to, like, Gabe Online and Root Beer and maybe, like, One Dude in Indiana.
1: I mean, OTT is, yeah. like, a fairly popular clan. It's huh. just that the players who like OTT huh. have fi- kind of been uh, shafted, like, in their support. So that they, they feel like, they like, I'm going to play another clan until OTT gets good support. And then, I mean, the Tri-Dragon support for OTT, I feel like was good, but their starting position was so bad that it's not enough to quite pull them up yet.
0: Yeah. So d- do you think we should just go through the list of what we have and then just kind of stipple in on yeah, this thing? Or? So we started with... Uh, you know, cutie paratrooper, paradin, and the cat. So, I guess the next thing that to, I guess cover would be Commander Laurel. Yeah, so this is kind of an interesting card in how, how restricting it is or isn't.
1: Um, I do feel that the beginning of Stride, they were very worried about Commander Laurel. So, the mm-hmm. support in Cosmic Roar as a whole was pretty weak. Um, a lot of the Cosmic Air support didn't really matter. Um, there was a couple cards that people did like of the Cosmic Heroes, like Grand Chopper, for instance, or um, and Jet came in that set, which is very nice for the uh, D-Robo. Uh, but once the Fighter's Collection came out, or sorry, not the Fighter's Collection, but uh, so I guess I should mention what happened at that point. So at that point, uh, Dimension Police got to be Tier 1 for a little bit with the Breakride Sin Buster deck, which I feel like was so insanely powerful, especially prior to G-Guards. yeah. Uh, of just saying like, oh, my Vanguard is you know 51k. You can't guard with grade with, with grade one or higher. And guard, and and guard ex- break. also guard break. And G guards didn't exist. So like, do you have five cards to drop for a two to pass or one to pass? Really, the answer is probably no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But after G guards came out, Dimension Police got really really shitty. And because Dismal stops, Lorling or in rear guards. Yeah. Like by itself, so they just need a heal or an old PG. A lot of the new PGs are starting to guard rear guards.
0: Yeah.
1: And again, and so I think Bushy Road has kind of accepted Laurel's place as and set as like just a staple Dimension Police unit.
0: Yeah.
1: For well, for not Cosmic Heroes. Like they've been designing specifically Cosmic Heroes so that Laurel does not work with them. Okay. However,
2: but, but but Matt, the leaders have a Laurel clone. <laughs> Wait, do they actually? What do you mean? Yeah. I mean it's it's worse because you need to um oh, it's I, not rest it's not rest four it's kill five. That's right. Yeah. But I it's but it is guaranteed so that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. But
2: the God difference
1: But the difference is like it's a lot it's a lot more commitment than Laurel.
2: Yeah. Oh definitely and also Laurel has the whole on hit thing going We're not going for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh but one thing about Laurel is that it works all the time. <laughs> like, it just, you know, in the units that you rest for Laurel, probably don't matter. Yeah. And you just rest them and be like, Army we Vanguard again. Like, no. on-hit anything. <laughs> on-hit rear, whatever. Dismal exactly. prevented that from mattering. Yeah. They're starting to make PGs again that don't affect rears. So I feel like, it, with the printing of this Laurel GR, even though it sucks, but that's yeah. a different discussion... Um, with the printing of this Laurel, GR, they've kind of accepted Laurel as just kind of a staple
0: Dimension Police unit. Yeah, but but they, they also, like, went the other direction. They're like, the, the original Laurel was so good, we're just going to make it, oh, it's 4K, we're going to make your, the first 4K unit ever. Sure, and, th- and that, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> funny, it's not, <laughs> but that's like
1: a, but I mean, with as them accepting Laurel, yeah, they've just started saying, like, oh, we're just going to let Laurel be, and yeah. go back to printing dimensional Robo cards, which we would have printed anyway. Yeah. And I'm specifically talking about Diehawk. Okay, go into Diehawk. So Diehawk uh, is a starter, is a forerunner for dimensional Robo that has an, a similar effect to uh, the uh, Goyusha from G, uh, from BTH, uh, where you choose four dimensional Robo rearguards and put them into soul, and you can stride a dimensional Robo from G-Zone from face down.
0: See, now, the, like, on paper... Oh, you have to be great through your higher, though. Oh, you no. you have to be great right through. You have to be right through. Here. So on paper, this looks stupid because you're like, I have to get rid of four cards for triple mm-hmm. drive. That's like a minus three. And then, nobody thinks that. And then, I assure
2: you, nobody thinks that. Hang
0: so. on, and then people remember that Die Earth exists, and they're like, oh, okay, this is a plus. Yeah. So now, yeah. so now you go, okay, I'm gonna
1: play three shitty triggers, and this is why you need to play Dimensional Robo triggers in this deck. Uh, you shove them into Soul, you stride into Die Earth, counterblast two, and call two things. And then, if you have a Laurel and another card, which you, which yeah. I, I've opted to four Laurel since for this reason, yeah. uh, then you play them out and you attack your opponent, and they can't G guard, meaning if they have a rear guard in front row, you just attack it. Yeah. And they cannot dismal
0: because they're great too. Yeah, and a lot of decks still play unflip PGs, mm-hmm. so that like you say that like all these new perfect guards are, you know, able to guard rear guards now. Not not every deck is going to that right away.
1: Right. So. Like, some of them are playing, like, some split of those PGs, at least the clans that can afford to. Like, a lot of uh, Dimensional Robo decks want to play, like, three uh, unflip PGs and one Enigma Calm. Or, you know, just the one of, if it doesn't require another copy of itself, like the Grand Blue one or the Ezra's. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, if they're still playing unflip PGs or don't have their, you know, a special PG, their their new, you know, GB2 PG,
0: then, yeah, they're not going to be able to guard this. Actually, uh, Diehawk is what uh, caused us, to, or ca- I think this was James, too, uh, to come up with the concept of the Broken Common Club, or the BCC for short. So that includes things like Refros, Broken Heart, Mayhem Tiger, and then now, now Diehawk, because this one common turned that deck around from, like, 0 to 60. Yeah. Like, this deck is now, like,
1: pretty good. Yeah. Because the power just to get first stride guaranteed every
0: game. Yeah. Wait, does it make you stride dimensional robo? Yes. Right. Okay, so, but that also means that they now have to be wary of like every stride they make in the future with dimensional robo Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, from it looks of it, the fighter's collection stride will also be dimensional robo. Yeah.
0: But I mean, Die Earth is still a pretty damn good start. Oh, Die Earth yeah. is amazing.
2: <laughs> fighter's collection is not going to be D robo, everything's generic.
0: What? That's not true. There's a Witch,
1: a Heal, and, and G-Guard. Which Witch? Uh, Genesis Witches. Oh, okay.
2: Damn. I mean, that's like one card out of the many that we've but seen, though. If you though. think
1: about that Dimension Police is D-Robo.
2: I mean, it's technically. Only...
1: It also doesn't look like a Cosmic Hero, but that we'll, we'll see. Uh...
0: But not that Cosmic Hero cares about his special stuff. Is it sad that like most of the Dimension Police stuff that isn't like, the zeal, like, monstery things look the same to me. I and mean... In, and enigmans, I guess, but...
2: Yeah. Fucking racist. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> you robotist. Or... Right. Yeah, so I think Laurel w-
1: was restricting what kinds of cards they were printing, and yeah. then they were just like, oh, we pretty much made all the G support not work with Laurel, so we can just print whatever we want for D-Robots again. Yeah. And that's
0: what they did. Why did the... It, what do you mean not work with Laurel? Cosmicers. So a lot of the
1: cosmic hero stuff requires you to rest during your main phase. Oh yeah, which means that if you ever rest a rear guard during your main phase, you can't laurel restand it. Yeah. What it what it did? Do, I mean, you can combine it with laurel if you play a lot of stand triggers, but. And that's if you drive check them. Yeah. So. I mean, I really hate the cosmic hero line on stand triggers, but that's a topic for another day.
0: Yeah. Um, episode thirteen. Um, let's see. Next thing on the list is. Uh, grade three uh, no seal where um James's, this is James's idea it, the his evidence for that is that uh the GBT-09 angel feather stuff didn't really work with no seal because they can't really print any more no seal cards due to the fact that uh that you can just get so much advantage off of one card where you go mm-hmm. ride swap top card oh look there's no another no seal put it in hand top card oh look there's another one put it in hand um yeah, if they ever
1: print, like, they cannot print relevant rearguards with no-sale in the name, for that reason. Like, or the deck already tries to play every no-sale it can, at least, like, grade 3s, grade uh, stand triggers, and grade 1s, and, and, like, twos. maybe some out of the grade 2s. Yeah. Um, but, like, even if you g-assist into the grade 3 no seal, you immediately
0: make that loss back. At, almost every time. Gabe, did you, um, I mean, you, you play Angel Feather. what do you think of this?
2: I mean... Like, objectively, he's right. Unless Bushiro decides to put Angel back in the spotlight, which, like, I mean, every clan deserves to be relevant at some point, and while Angels have, and they have been recently, like, if they decide, if, like, objectively speaking, if it's, they decide they want to make Angels relevant again, they can. But, like, that's the issue with Nokio, because Nokiol worked kind of like um, a Sanctuary Guard with a relevant ran, like, four No-Kill, and you just generated a bunch of an advantage using Grade 2. Like, you use the Celestial that guaranteed you any damage. You just put a No-Kill in there, and you just added it to your hand. So, um, printing more no stuff would just give you more targets, and it would make... It would honestly, weirdly enough, also work with Rescue, because you'll either see a trigger or a card you can plus off of. Yeah. Um, or both. No-Kill triggers, man. 2017. <laughs>
1: There's a stand trigger.
2: (laughs) There's a stand trigger.
1: Yeah, but I I do think the Nokia Grade 3 was very, very strong. And every time I play that deck, I'm just like, get so annoyed. Because, like, there's like, all right, I took it. Oh, I took a damage. Hold on. uh, Plus two to my van. Counterblast one. Add this. Get this. Plus two to my van. Uh, I don't
0: want. uh, Do I want that one? Sure, I'll take that one. Plus two to my van. They have like three more cards from taking a damage. It's very frustrating. And then their Vandar. And it's like, they got a trigger plus one Uh without actually taking a trigger on damage. Um,
2: I love tossing off of my damage checks. It's the best feeling ever. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. And then the deal no grade one can swap face down damage or something. Yeah.
2: Who's um, so
0: allowed to do this? Let's see. The The next one on the list is uh, Sanctuary Guard Dragon. Um, I think the evidence of this is mostly just seen in the fact that in Japan, had limited Sanctuary Guard Dragon 1. And then they just played four Sanctuary Guard art, one Sanctuary Guard Dragon, and the deck was still topping. Yeah. Like, I think that's the sign of a card that is just, like, so omnipresent, is that, like, no matter what you do to it, people will find a way to, like, you know, make it work. I, I think
1: the awkward—I don't know how I feel about Sanctuary Guard Dragon
0: himself. I think this just really talks about the how strong the Blaster Engine is. Yeah, well— cause, Oh, yeah. Because Sanctuary Guard tutors your grade 1s, and then everything else in Royal Paladin tutors your grade 2s, so you have access to everything, you know? Yeah.
1: But, like, the the real strength is just the grade 2 game. Like, they, they don't even care about riding up on time. They'll just sit there and take damage at grade 2, and then and
2: every And then keep plusing off of that one grade 2 that searches for the thing that lets you Soul Blast and draw. It's great.
1: Uh, who, Richard? Ye. Or just keep calling a bunch of blaster blades. Yeah, that too. Or re-standing blaster blades with fucking flow goal.
0: Yeah, actually, flow is also in the broken common club. Yeah, that that's, card's nuts. That stupid crit. Flow
2: ridiculous. Why is it a
0: crit? <laughs> I don't know. Whose idea was this? Like, oh, let's just make
1: it a crit. It's fine. Yeah.
2: They, they need to give it like that kind of jewel knight thing, where you can may only play it if you have grade threes with blaster in the name.
0: Sanctuary Guard Blaster. We're all fucked. Stop. <laughs> I mean, if people were just playing
1: it with, like, Magister or Blaster, like, Blaster or Alfred, like, they could even okay. do that, like, they're doing with the Legend deck.
0: Like, this card's still, like, it's, like, the Blaster Engine itself is still very strong. Yeah. So, do you think it's Lou or is it the Floatball part? It's Floatal. It's Floatal?
2: I think it's I definitely think,
0: I think Floatal is inherently stronger than Lou.
2: Because all Lou does, is, well, while Lou is great because it gives you a search in itself like six k or whatever, yeah. um, Flogal is what makes the Sanctuary Guard, the, the Blaster Engine work. Because you Sanctuary Guard give your front run nine to twelve k, which proc off of Flogal. Because Flogal also just gives you power thanks to Sanctuary Guard because it's grade one or lower, not just grade ones. And then basically you got your Blaster Blade, do your drive checks, Flogal skill, restand your twenty one k, then restand this nineteen, and you just do a fuck ton of big attacks.
0: Or or you can do like a bunch of small posts on turn two, and uh, if you have Gall it just like refunds your counterblast used for Lou. So yeah, the
1: problem with Lou is a lot of people just don't have the two CB to go to go in there. Like don't you don't you, you don't have the, like you won't necessarily have the two counterblast. Yeah, like, especially if you go first. Yeah, like on grade two. So like usually a effect is less relevant to Flowgall's effect. True. Because Flowgall
0: like, doesn't have to pay anything; it just goes back. Right.
1: Or, I mean.
2: Cannabis one.
1: Cannabis oh, 1. Cannabis so you have Counterblast one for yeah. Flow and Canada one for Lou. Gotcha. But you're going okay. to use Flow golf if you have it. Yeah. Over Lou.
2: Yeah. It, assuming
1: you have the Blaster Blade, which a lot of people do play Wingle Brave to search out Blaster, because they play like the uh, like the seven or eight blaster Blade ones. Yeah. So if you
2: Are play- there's seven? I thought there was one. Oh wait, yeah, because um, I thought it was just rapier, then there's I forgot that like they created all the Alfred support.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you have like separate blaster Blade ones now. Um
0: so it- so it's more the blaster engine, less Sanctuary Guard. It's yeah. Just, it works with Sanctuary the Guard. The blaster engine is the most yeah. broken grade 2 game in the
2: game. The blaster engine would be fine standalone if it wasn't splashable. Because the entirety of the blaster engine is below grade 2, so you can have the best grade 3s that can abuse it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it, it seems very Yu-Gi-Oh-ish in that sense. A little bit. Where you can just put this engine into anything. Yeah, the, the difference is
1: like with, I think, one of the other like top grade 2 games is I think extra dragons yeah but you at all point must have an extra dragon vanguard
0: yeah so yeah. like it doesn't work nearly as well that's true um let's see next thing on the list is uh, silent tom which we covered a little bit already um i don't know i i mean i don't think this card should be
1: restricting design space i think it's fine to let silent tom be silent tom yeah um but you see that they're just making like a GB2 stand trigger that tries to emulate Silent Tom for Oracle units. Yeah. But like, who cares? It, it, it's it, a
0: stand trigger, an yeah, OTT.
1: Yeah.
0: It seems like a lot of these, um, the, like a lot of things that get the Silent Tom effect, always have these like hoops, but they're like hoops that are way too high up. Like th- there's the um, there's Doppel Vampire in Darker Regulars where he's got to have 15 or more in Soul Darkness. Darkness isn't too bad, but the 15 or more, it's like, that. that's not going to be happening unless you're already kind of winning. You know, you can't really use that to turn yourself around. Not only that,
1: but, like, the other, like, Vampir has a different problem, where he's a, he's a unit in Dark Regulars that doesn't Soul Charge, <laughs> <I> <laughs> which mean, is a separate problem. That's not the worst thing. It's pretty bad. I don't know. Especially for a I mean, very medium effect now because of yeah. G-guards. Like, the can't guard with grade 0 effect is so much worse now that G-guards
0: exist. Yeah. The n- not guarding with grade 1 or higher makes sense because of perfect guards. But, like, just the not guarding with grade zeros, you're right, just doesn't have the oomph that it used to. I mean, it can be very devastating. Yeah. And, you know, against, like, 7 seas rush, like, Silent
1: Tom does do a lot of work. Yeah. But, like, it's just, you know, it's a different thing.
0: Yeah. Um... Next thing on the list uh, Taro the Genesis Stand Trigger yet another member of the BCC Um, so when she's Soul Blasted you can put her on the bottom of the deck and stand a unit now when not not a rearguard not a unit unit sorry rearguard so I think what Boucher was thinking was uh, it was supposed to be used like oh Revelation you rest your own shit and then you can Soul Blast and like restand it so you don't so you don't lose this attack or boost or whatever um and they were, it It kind of shows that they were very careful with Taro in that you can... Like, a lot of these, like, battle phase soul blasting now have either, like, a once-per-turn stipulation or have some kind of hoop, like, uh, B- Boulderfeder Gjol is once-per-turn, and Vaynergans is, you know, a vanguard, so there's no way to stand Genesis vanguards as far nope. as we know. So... That makes sense in that, oh, maybe you can stand two things. That's pretty good. And then they. Or, um, like, Battle Maiden Medusa, who's on hit. That kind of thing. But what. Uh, what they, they forgot about Angelic Wiseman from, like. What, what was that? Like? A common in BT 14, I believe. Yeah. So it, it was so innocuous. And yet. And, like, that caused a loop to occur. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so
1: basically, I, end, end of the day, you attack, like, 12 times, like, 70k Wiseman. Yeah. But, like, that's not the... But the point is, like, with I think without Taro, the clan would be almost unplayable. Kind of, yeah. Because you would just be a straight three-column clan with random rest skills and no way to stand some.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have So, had... like,
1: you can't... Hitting Taro is, like, doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But, like, they're now forced to say, okay, well, any battle phase calling needs some restriction. Yeah, or any battlefield soul blasting. Yeah, and with Joel, the soul blasting isn't even free. You have to counter blast before you can gain
0: that skill. Yeah, that's true. And you can't do it every every turn. Yeah. So Unless you, like, called over it and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it's just. It, it's interesting that this is the thing keeping the clan somewhat alive. And yet, it, it's, like, got such a big effect where they can't. You know. They, they, every time they're, you know, making new support, they have to constantly have it on, like,. You know, on the bulletin board on the side of the room. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fuck this shit up again. Jenkins. I mean, I, I
1: think the uh, I think the correct direction... And I think this is a really bad spot for a clan to be in. I think it's up to Bushiro to just print good support. Yeah. Knowing Taro exists. And then, if it's a problem, deal with Taro.
0: What do you think would, like... Like, what were you thinking of, exactly? I mean... At this point, it's really
1: hard to to have, like, large column attacks to be effective unless they just get, like, you know, like, over 70k or something. Yeah. My but, bad. <laughs> but, like, a lot of, like, you can't make 28 columns and expect to win games off just 20, three 28 columns. Yeah. Like, this is not going to win as many games as it did before. And the reason is that G-guards exist.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, G-guard is a one-card guard on a 28k column, basically. Yeah. For a lot of clans, except Marco. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, that's going to haunt you forever. I mean, I just don't even G guard. I just guard with a t- two uh, I mean, <laughs>
0: one of them being the heel. What, what, what about the one where you like get the copy of the thing?
1: I mean, I need, know, a, like I that. need a non, I need a grade zero. I need a grade one or two on field. So sometimes yeah. you just end the turn without them. Like, especially after first trade. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Um, but I think. It's hard to say what the support would look like. So what they want to do... I don't know, actually. I don't have a good idea. But yeah.
0: Maybe, I guess... I think it would involve changing the play style of Genesis. Yeah. I mean, literally, I think the, the reason like Revelation works the way it does is uh, there's an episode of uh, the Vanguard anime where the guy who plays Genesis, uh, Shoma... Is playing against uh, a guy who plays Darkface, and he's using all these skills to just artificially re-stand his van, uh, rear guards, and I think they literally did that just to fuck with the Mega Colony guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding, just like that. That's. It. I mean,
1: Genesis does have a lot of restanding effects. Yeah, and I think that Taro's existence is cool, um, but I do think it's going to hurt them in the future. So I guess, I guess. The argument maybe should be that either just print good cards and if they interfere, you like, figure out something, Mm -hmm. and then just don't... But don't leave them with, like, the grade two options they have now. Yeah. Like, Colton Oha is, like, pretty strong, but the other grade two options are not great. I mean, their
0: Amber Clone is... (laughs) Pretty
1: bad. It's decent, but... It's, like, bad. I mean... You don't want to use it ever. Yeah, and it requires like a lot of field commitment. With because like amber clones like are starting to get worse and worse because they require lots of field commitment, That's me, true. needing a booster and a um, counterblast and a counterblast. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Doesn't matter course. for Angel Feather.
1: <laughs> it's true. I mean, the booster is uh, the rescue stand, right?
2: The, yeah. Also, but also just more on the point that counter blasts mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> because. <laughs> All teal, just use it two strands in a row for an artificial unflip of three.
1: Stop talking about Altill. Yeah.
2: Stop I don't want to talk to. about all teal. That's why I quit the deck originally. <laughs> um. Gbt09 was my Vanquisher support. That I isn't should, how strongly it, it, I feel it, about it. It
1: was Vanquisher support.
2: But like, it I don't plays. play Vanquisher. <laughs> don't the like, angel support for me is what Vanquisher is for Jose. People or people that actually know how bad Bankwisher support is.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of people do think Set Nine support itself was pretty bad, but, but there's a lot was,
2: that don't.
0: Set Five was pretty strong. So. Dark for for yeah, or, oh yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Next thing on the list, and I have it written as the entire Nubatama mechanic. Oh man. <laughs> so one thing that
1: Bushiroad hates, and this is not just from Weiss or not, not just from Vanguard. It's like for Weiss and like a lot of their other games is they hate when you can interact with your opponent's hand. They think this effect is, like, way too strong. I mean, in a game...
2: I mean, in a in game... Yeah, like, in a game like Vanguard, it is. It's, yeah. because, it's the
0: only way to protect yourself. There are no trap cards, unless you're Kagura. Uh-huh. But, um... The... Like, Nubitama was so, like... I guess, game-threatening when it was first introduced with that, that grade one where on-hit... If it boosted, he you counterblast your opponent discards a card. Oh, Dreadmaster! If you have more cards, yeah. than, if you have yeah, less cards, cards in than your them. hand, so that caused Bushiro to discontinue the clan yep. for thirteen sets, twelve sets. Yeah, yeah.
2: Good times. Good times.
0: <laughs> so by that alone, you can tell. Like, uh, I think I, I think it's how I imagine Dr. Frankenstein felt like the first time he tried to make the creature, and he's like, "Yeah, maybe I should stop doing that." And then a few months later, it's like, fuck it, let's do it again. And then, you know. I, I mean, I think that the second time when they came around with, like, a lot of the binding... Yeah. I think
1: this made them, like... First of all, it made them inherently different than Murakumo, which was supposed to be, like, replacing them. Yeah. And there were a lot of Murakumo units in between uh, GBT1 or BT1 and BT13 yeah. that kind of emulated Nubata- what Nubatama was supposed to be. And I'm talking specifically here about Dueling Dragons. Yeah. Like, th- like they just look like they want to emulate old
2: Nubatama cards. Yeah. Um, well, Dueling Dragons really became a thing after Nubatama came back because the only Dueling Dragon support card before was um, the I'm one sp- that d- discard on ride. Yeah, I'm
1: talking specifically about Zombaku. Yeah, but that's a very Nubatama mechanic,
2: right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, I know like talk- talking about lore in ret- terms of the actual card game is stupid, but like at least in the manga, um, Nubatama and um, Murakumo were one clan. And why would they have one clan when they could have two?
1: Right, right. My point was that they were still wanting to print Nubatama cards despite discontinuing the clan of Nubatama. Mm-hmm. I I, I think... I I do know about that and how they're supposed to be, you know, the same, but... Yeah. It it, it was kind of an odd Murakumo card for a while.
2: Very true. Very true.
1: But as it stands now, they started to turn it into a binding... Like, there's, in VT13, they got this ba- grade 2 bear on ride, choose one of your opponent's regards, bind it, at the end of turn, return to their hand. And so it's a lot of temporary binding for Nubatama. For so, also, it
0: also works on call, too. Oh, yeah, sorry, on call. Yeah. How do I know this? Gabe picked up the deck for, like, a month and kicked my ass with it, so. I mean, You're welcome. the necessity of the bear is, is, is a different discussion, but,
1: uh. Dot bears. Yeah. Uh, they also have a grade 1 that's uh, on play, counterblast 1, if your opponent has 4 or more cards in hand, they choose 1 card in their hand and bind it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, their stride skill for Nui is what they... Yeah, that is it, they bind one, discard one. Bind, is it discard them bind or bind the discard? I don't know, dude. And a lot of the break the break ride was the same. And then... Yeah. <clears throat> there's a lot of just binding and discarding. So, but this gave Nubatama uh, kind of a different s- s- theme and strategy to what Murakumo were trying to do. So Nubitama was plan was now restrict my opponent's hand on, th- on my turn in attack. The inherent problem with this is you're taking away your opponent's options in a game that doesn't have interaction.
0: Yeah. So I think, like, the, their way to remedy this was they made it so you had to be slightly behind on everything. Like, if you have less cards in your hand than your opponent, let's even the playing field. Or, you know, if you have less rear guards than your opponent, do this. Uh-huh.
1: And a lot of times, like, your units don't come back to you if you have too many cards in the hand. So once you get to seven cards, you can't return into your after image stuff. I wasn't even talking about after. Oh, game, oh yeah, but, exactly.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah Like a lot of it is Is yeah. playing from Ever so slightly behind Yeah So I think And like That's what makes it So Nubatama Doesn't really It's not around much You know Yeah um, I mean that in the deck Is very expensive For no reason Yeah I think just all the Tech Booster stuff In general Because it was like Hard to get Tech Booster one Is super expensive <sighs> What a shame um, I don't know. I, like, I'm curious just to see what's going to happen the next time they get support with their trial deck in GBT11. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little scary. I mean, there
1: was a card in call, uh from Persona 3, and I don't remember, it's, it's like Akinari or something, I don't remember the name of it. Anyway, uh, I don't remember the guy The guy in Persona 3. But whenever he dies, your opponent discards a card. Oh. Gross. And so... <laughs> What people would do in a format called Standard for Weiss, which is where you can mix mix uh, series and stuff, yeah. is that they would give him Encore, and you would play over him, yeah. and every time you play over him and Encore him back, your opponent has to uh, discard, discard a card. card. So you just like...
0: Spam that shit? Yeah, you just spam yeah. it,
1: your opponent discards their hand.
0: What a shame. It kind of reminds me of Yu-Gi-Oh! With the, like, all the, like, s- some of these decks where they go, alright, this is my first turn, I'm gonna make you discard four cards out of your hand, go ahead. First turn, you
2: know. Really, I mean, like, that was an infinite loop that Konami remedied.
0: Yeah, but I mean, just like the, the I, I think Bushiroad is very hyper aware of shit that could happen. Yeah. Depending. Bushiroad yeah. doesn't want
1: your to restrict the options your opponent very much. So Nubatama is like a Nubatama, and I guess Link Joker in the same way are like very rare for Bushiroad kind of uh, for Bushiroad to do, where yeah. they're gonna say, okay, I'm not gonna let you do this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, fun. Melum, TikTok, and Header around. Please. Jingles.
2: I mean, they were all just poorly designed as Bushiroad. like, in de- terms of design, didn't, like, think about everything. Because, standalone, they're all fine cards objectively, but, like, when you combine them with what you can, ridiculous, like, results occur
1: that tiktok even standalone is not a good card to exist why is that um anytime you have a card that activates an effect at the end of uh whenever at the end of battle another rearguard attacked with no other restriction it has especially one that generates extra attacks like tiktok it's like very very likely to be a problem like anytime you have a card like that like you're saying like okay i attack with this grade one Oh, cool, my TikTok activates, even though it's not boosting or anything. It's just in place. Yeah, Yeah, it's just there, existing. Yeah. And, like, immediately, like, it's just already a problem. You're getting a free attack for this card just existing on your board.
0: I mean, like, people played it as their starter, and then they also played, like, one to two extra copies just because of how good it was. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Bushiro goes, okay, you can't use it as your starter, and it's limited to one, and people still fucking ran it. And that was because it was tutorable by Melum, who... uh, the, the fact that Melum can let you get any grade zero, and especially where, like, usually the grade zeros didn't stick around for long. You got Urwitar or TikTok. But if TikTok had to boost, the Melum thing wouldn't be a yeah, problem. that's true. Um, but it also means that, like, w- with the ban list that, like, hit Urwitar, it, like, hit the wrong thing. I mean, Chronofang got really hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's hitting the, it's kneecapping the wrong guy, um... And, I I don't know, it's just, like, kind of stupid in a a clan where you can search pretty much anything, and there are cards everywhere that let you manipulate the grades of stuff so you can just get anything you want. I think the thing that should be uh, limiting, and I think that is starting to limit how they can print cards
1: for uh, Gear Chronicle, is actually just the timely mechanic. Like, we're talking about a mechanic that inherently generates extra attacks at very low cost. if you think about all the time leap cops they're like Counter Blast 1 no boost Soul Blast 1 or like put this you know put a unit to soul
0: or like when this is called via time leap (laughs) you're just like these are like not really costs yeah and like this often gets compared to Spike Brothers who you know you can tutor whatever you want in there too but like you know everything minuses in Spike Brothers exactly
1: Like, there's no time leap cards. They're like, oh, if you put a card from hand to your soul, you can time leap this. No. No, they're all just time leap this thing.
0: Yeah.
1: At the end of the turn, you're supposed to lose it and get the old thing back, but you're still not down a card, even in that case. I mean, if you time
2: leap, if you time leap, like, a card that was time leaped into, you actually generate advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's just another inherent problem. On top of gaining attacks, you can also gain advantage, which is just kind of ridiculous.
0: But gain. the thing, the thing that was time before is stuck in the bind zone. Oh no! No, it's not because it was an avatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> Ugh. Um, and then header around. Header around has the dumbest origin story ever. Which, Why does this card exist? Okay, so let me tell. Uh, sit down and let me tell you a little story. We're already sitting down, but uh, in the show, the villain also played Gear Chronicle and his ace unit. Was this big, like, colossal thing? Uh, Like, why am I blanking on the name right now? Demiurge? Demiurge, thank you. So, Demiurge was this big, you know, gear colossus machine thing that if you uh, had 12 zodiac time beasts with different names in your bind zone, you could pay a cost, I forgot what it was, and then you put the 12 cards on top of your deck in any order. So, the idea was oh, I can manipulate the deck as I wish to. So I can triple. They definitely crit you.
1: had to have different names.
0: I said different names. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I can triple crit you, and like then I'm gonna have a miracle heal set up, and then the turn after I can mystery flare or whatever. And then he does this, and Chrono goes, "I'm gonna g guard with this. I can put this other rear dart on into your deck and make you shuffle, and then call the top card of the deck." So it was literally just for a plot device of fuck you, Demiurge. That was the whole thing. Uh huh. And what it instead was, was it turned it into a more, arguably more broken denial griffin. Because it didn't have to put back the thing it was guarding. It would instead, you can like G guard one rear guard and spin a different rear guard. Which is crazy. You get, you can kill two birds with one stone for just a soul blast. Yeah. Um, That's wacky. And like, like they're like, oh, but you get you shuffle and get a card back, so it's not a minus. That's not the fucking point. I mean, it is if you have any power on there whatsoever. Yeah.
2: Just Wh- fucking play Musketeers and use Myra to give it 10k. Oh my god! Why stop sucking? Do that?
1: Wiseman, or whatever. Yeah, like why? Weis- like, oh, nice 70k yeah. Wiseman. Doesn't matter if you get another yeah. Wiseman. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: then maybe Wiseman's a piece of shit. Yeah.
0: I mean that's a different story. Right? I mean, like header around pretty much killed Wise killed the Wiseman loop. I mean, the fact that two of the top decks yeah. have ways to deal with Wiseman. Yeah. Um, the other being Grand Blue. Right. But
2: still. And even, multi- there are also multiple not top decks that can still do it. Because no matter how bad, no matter how not meta Kagura is, Denial Griffin is still a good card that shuts it down in that match.
0: Yeah. That's true. In it, yeah. So. Kogoro is very good against other slow decks. Yeah. Or slow enough decks. Yeah. But yeah, th- those, those three cards were like the asshole trifecta. Of 2016, pretty much. I
1: mean, it doesn't help that every other Gear, Chron- Gear, uh, Gear Chronicle G-Guard is, like, insane.
0: Yeah, you, ha- you have a Recycler, you have a, like... get a TikTok Finder? Yeah, exactly! TikTok is very searchable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Matt, 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 Matt. You're forgetting about Pandora Chimera. Tuck back row. Oh. Dude. That's insane. That,
1: I, that card actually got me once. So I was playing in a tournament against Chris... Yeah. And I was playing Gaia. Was he doing Chrono Fang? And he was playing yeah. Chrono Fang. Yeah. And he did that to my back. he uh, he did that to my first dogma. He yeah. like tuck your back row and I'm like, alright. <laughs> I was like, guess I'm not I guess I'm not re-standing. That sucks.
2: You suck. What well, what are you supposed get to do? Good. What you're supposed just... <laughs> to get good.
1: <laughs> Please explain to me how I was supposed to not uh not play into this. It's yeah. okay By I agree, stood on it the
2: second time. Bad
0: what did you do? Did you just go for the 10k and that was it? Yeah. Or, okay. I, yeah. To, I mean, you know. I have to force it out eventually. Yeah, that's true. Um, Alright, next thing, Enigmatic Assassin. Uh, oh, God. Another member of the BCC. So, uh, her skill is at the start of your attack step, you can pull her out of your soul if you have uh, you know, 10 or more cards in there. And she gets plus 5,000. Then if you have 15 or more cards in there, when you do that, she gets another 15,000. So she's 20,000 by herself. And the way Attack Step works is you can use her as a booster or an attacker. But in this, uh, whoa! In this, uh, Blade Wing deck that has been sweeping the world. Uh, Hardly, but go on. Okay, whatever. It there, there was about like two weeks of hype, and that was it.
2: But. It's uh, Vanguard. Everything is hype, no matter how bad it is. Seems about.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so, um, because of that, it made it so if you, you know, in Dark Irregulars, you would have this turn with, um, Soul is Demigod, where you soul charge a bunch, Demigod gives your front row a bunch, like you know, really big, and then you attack with both things in the front row. Literally does not matter because Demigod is fixing your columns. And then when you when you start attacking with Demigod, you just call Enigmatic Assassin over the existing rear guards and just back and forth and back and forth. So you get like seven attacks that are all you know in the 30s or 40k, depending.
1: One great thing about this is it it does not stop by head around at all. You just attack with the thing and head around and calls. And no matter what it is, it's going to get the power from uh, Solace Demagogue. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and then if if they if they, uh, they denounce Riffinell, I'm like, okay, cool. Other side, <coughs> you know, yeah. call it back out. Um, so, I, like, it, it hasn't done anything crazy yet, but I do think that it uh, has to like keep this in mind. Um,
1: also you know just 56k create no grams or higher guild Ar- direct is like already a thing to think about
0: yeah that's really like, even, uh,
1: even that's like the worst case scenario with this card
0: yeah although although with some g guards it's fairly easy to do but mm. yeah um so mecha trainer uh, i think this was a similar predicament with conroe where you can search any grade one which means that if spike Feathers gets too broken of a grade one
1: they you know I mean, Spike Brothers has a lot of, like, utility-grade ones that you need multiples of by first stride. So, like, I think when Conroe got hit, which was a little after BT-13, after um, Divine Dragon Progression came out, uh, Conroe was infinitely stronger than Mecha, Mecha Trainer. Trainer. Mecha Trainer pretty much only got 8K Vanillas and PGs back then. Yeah. I mean, now, now you can get
0: fraud raiders, stride Fodders, and uh, Air Force Eliza. Eliza, which is fine. Also, heel triggers. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Forgot about that. You can you can search G guards, which also that is good for Kagero. and uh, actually uh, Helen. Hi, Helen. Uh, she she got I think either second or third place in France with Kagero again, and that's just with Conroe coming back as starter.
1: Yeah. But uh, I think um, I think now conroe and mecha trainer are pretty comparable where they weren't before yeah um I, I think the clans are in like very similar places but like the, the problem is that everything spike brothers do minuses <laughs> except uh, dirty Picaro. but yeah that's, uh,
0: but I, I mean like your shit's going away anyway so how much of a plus is it really i um, mean he doesn't have to <laughs> <laughs> um he does not charge it let's see this one i put on here myself uh, crayon tiger and uh Contradictory instructor, Tuskmaster, or as I call it, Horton Here's a crit. I don't think these limit
1: design space at all, or have limited design space at all. Agreed. I think that they're just absolutely necessary
0: to play the clan. Maybe I should say it. It, it, uh, it, it diminishes deck space. I mean, that's because definitely true. They are so. But that is important. not what we're talking about. <laughs> and that's also
2: just a very different question, though, because by that same logic running, like, GB decks like Asha or Govrail limit deck space because you can't run, like, subclans.
1: Yeah, you also have to have stride fodders and all that bullshit. You
0: guys ruined my fun. Okay. <laughs> but
2: okay. But well, I, maybe not... your fun shouldn't be stupid. Uh,
0: I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely savage. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I do think Grand yeah.
1: Tiger's a good card, but, yeah. like, they're still printing stuff that makes ridiculous rearguards, so it's not like... Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> Safe State Professor Big Billy just makes the biggest rear guard you can so, possibly imagine. And then you can re-stand that shit, guaranteed. And if but... you
0: play Tapering Beaver, you can just make it, like, 100k.
2: Just fucking perfect guard!
0: I mean, if you Be do I hope you got two of them. Um,
2: Stop sucking. Okay. <laughs> Get good.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, James put these on the list. Negrabone, Gauche, Night Spinal, and Skeleton Cannonator in parentheses, maybe. I mean... But the problem with Granblue is, like, it's all the cards together that make it, like, really absurd. So, it's, it, it's uh, pardon the pun here, a perfect storm. Some, <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's solves this thing, but... Uh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Whatever, <laughs> but it's, like, it's water. Uh, close enough. They have kind of that yeah.
1: same issue of Gear Chronicle, where they can gain advantage while attacking. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the, like y- you draw some Roughseeds Banshees, you you Gash, you Soul Blast a bunch of stuff, you call a bunch of Roughseeds Banshees, put them in Soul, draw a bunch of cards. Yeah. And then call stuff afterward, and you're like, and I think Gash is just really the absurd card here.
0: Well, part of it is like just Grand Blue's mechanics, where the things that you have to pay the cost of that being retiring your shit is also your resource pool. So it's yeah. like.
2: That's actually, that's actually like to connect to that. Well, we t- when we did the Neonectar and Murakumo and plan analysis or whatever, we talked about how they inherently lose the game mechanics because of damaging. Yeah. Grand Blue inherently pluses off of game mechanics, because when, like, something is killed, your basic engine is bringing it back, so they kind of do the job for you.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's like owning a business and then spending money at that business. <laughs> oh, well. good, more money. Like well, I mean, okay, uh, it's yeah, the same money. Okay, okay, so you rob a guy and then spend money at your business, whatever. So, <laughs> okay, so the 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 real problem is that before
1: Gash, pretty much every call in Granblue required a counterblast. Yeah. So like like other than uh, was it Nightmist the Stride who called Counterblast One called two things. Yeah. Every Stride for Nightrose was like Counterblast One call a thing. Counterblast yeah, One call, call a, a thing. thing. Every unit like Negro Lazy was like Counterblast One call a thing. Yeah. And then when Gash came out, it was now counterblast one, soul blast one, call a bunch of things. Well it was counterblast one, soul blast, X amount, call that. Well amount. call Soul Blast One, yeah. then Soul Blast whatever. And yeah, call yeah. So now they're like now they're kinda like Pale Moon, like units can't get stuck in Soul. Yeah. Um, units can't, you know like you you just keep like people are just keeping their starter in Soul now for an extra soul for gash. Yeah. Like it's just now they have all that
0: counter blast for battle phase calling. Yeah. Which they didn't have before. And then I don't know. it, it, it also Negrobone where like it, it allows you to just, you know, get more attacks by counterblasting and killing your thing, which again puts it right where you fucking want it. Yeah. So earn, <laughs> well, earn that explicit tag. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, one one what? Uh, I guess
1: one different thing is like while they can counter at the end of their turn, during the turn for Grand Blue, they're, they're like their their counter blast is the number of face up damage they have. Like they're yeah. they're not countercharging during their turn like, and like minus Except for calling the a King Serpent, which yeah. usually requires a counterblast. Yeah. So, like, if they're going to Strideskill, so call a King Serpent. That's really to gain an extra soul, not to get it done Not flip. to get the unflip itself, or, r- or
0: rather, it's to stave off running out of counterblast. Right.
1: Yeah. But like, the, the all the countercharging otherwise is going to be at the end of turn. Yeah. So. The difference is that Gash, while preserving counterblast, to call the things originally now
0: generates a lot more advantage later due to extra attacks. Well, especially because with Rough Seas, Banshee, you can just draw cards. So not only... It's not just like, oh, I can make a field out of this. It's I can turn, like, this into hand and still make a field out of it. Yep. You know? Um, Jesus. Uh, the last th- last card on the list is a Phantom Blaster Diablo. Um, I, I mean, th- if this card doesn't restrict design space, I don't know what does. Yeah.
2: But has it really been restricting design space?
1: I mean, it definitely has. Yeah.
2: this is. God, cool. I hope so. Do what? I, I really hope it has, because... I, ne- never mind. it.
1: I, I mean, I, I, I. Does, does Shadow Paladin, has, have they ever gotten another finisher stride other than this guy? Odma? Not really. A Duke? Yeah, Doomed is good, right? But, like, it's definitely... No, I
2: said a Duke. S- Spectral.
1: Oh. oh. Oh, Spectral is a lot of pressure, for sure. But he's definitely just a lot worse, right? I mean, he's kind of a shit restander. He's he's a pretty bad restander.
2: Just play Diablo. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> You're,
1: it's but
2: not. Like, it's not. It's not the card. It's the player. You suck.
1: A lot of <laughs> Shadow Paladin decks are just kind of like just trying to grind out the game anyway, and they have with GBT ten. They'll have the advantage to do so. Oh
0: god! But I think uh, I. I bet you can't wait for that episode. That's gonna be fun.
1: But um, I think a lot of the problems with Phantom Blaster Diablo's existence is they basically have this finisher stride that's like oh if you ever wipe your opponent's
0: board and they can't replace it you just win yeah well there's that there's that and it fucks over uh, clans that like you know Mirage right yeah so Pale Moon Grand Blue to an extent Mm -hmm. those are the big ones I mean Grand Blue doesn't fuck over that much because they can
1: GB2 Negra Lazy during the end phase and not hollow it yeah and just have like three things on field
0: that's the worst thing Grand Blue has all the options
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, that's likely not going to happen against Granblue. But, you can just actually just deck Granblue out by dragging out the game. Yeah. Like you have the ability to do that. The Channel Pattern will never get Rear Guards That Matter. For the reasons of cards like Phantom Blaster
0: Diablo. Rear guards That Matter. What like, Rear like. Guards That Generate Extra Attacks at all. Yes. Like, this is just not something they're going to get. Well, yeah, because you have all the attacks and then just Diablo they're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, that's pretty much the whole list. Do you, do you guys have any others you can think of? I mean... There is an argument that Yasui Atenma
1: does yeah. prevent, I mean, it, it definitely prevents cards of certain types from being printed. Like, it prevents cards that countercharge not bound to soul. Like, yeah. currently we have Yasha Bayashi, which uh, is a 9k on play, soul blast 1, uh, games 2k, and Shadow Stitch when this unit attacks a Vanguard. If the attack does not hit, yeah, yeah, counter-charge. countercharge 1, and then choose one of your units to give it 2k. And then it has, if you have a Yasue Vanguard it attacks, it can, uh, can attack from back row. Okay. But that soul is already a very, like, overused resource on Murakumo. Yeah. Like, our GR Shiberaku Buster uses two soul apiece. Yeah. Um, and the Shizune, the, un, uh, the, uh, sh- Shadow Stitch on hit PG.
0: <laughs> Among other things.
1: Uh, uh, that, that requires a soul to bounce. And, like, and some people do play that. I think it's, I think it's, like, pretty good after it's at 10. And, uh... So, Soul is not, like, a free resource, by any means. Yeah. Because, I mean, the GR needing two Soul
0: apiece is already, like, really huge. Yeah. What do you, what do you have to replenish Soul? The Heart Thumb clone?
1: Yeah, so we have uh, Masamura, the Heart Thumb clone. We have Dart Dark Spider, spider. Yeah. which yeah. Uh, goes to Soul, well, unflips un-stips. the damage. We have Drenched Serpent, which is Shadow Stitch, uh, when, this, when the unit that attacked a Vanguard and this yeah. unit is boosting. Counter Charge 1, Soul Charge 1. So, that card has many uses altogether. Yeah. And then um, the last one would be Onibayashi, that has a Shadow Stitch ability... Whenever a, a unit you control attacks a Vanguard and does not hit, it gains the red text whenever a unit you're, you, uh, you could, whenever a unit, one of your units hits a Vanguard, put it to soul, draw a card, counter-charge one. That's not too
0: bad. I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, cool. I, but like, Onibiashi was hard to play prior to GBT10 because, I don't know, I really like playing Charcoal Fox. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's not something that I want.
0: That, it, it's just something like, it, those are not free sources of soul. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, so, do you think, like, in the future, with more Mur- Murakuma support, they're just gonna make Soul this, like, anchor?
1: I mean, it's possible. They're, they're doing that for a lot of clans already, where they're
0: just putting, like, Soul costs on everything. Yeah. Like, Tachikaze has a lot of Soul costs just running around yeah. now. I mean, like, the the new Harry, the new Victor, they both have Soul costs. Mm-hmm. The new Gurgit has a Soul cost. You know? I mean, like, the old Gurgit did too. But yeah. Just, I mean, um,
1: I think they were realizing that Soul was not a. Decently utilized resources for clans who are very restrictive on soul. Yeah. So I think, I mean, there are a lot of clans who don't have a good way of generating generating soul. Example: Angel Feather. Yeah. Like, they, they have almost no way to generate soul. Yeah.
2: It's great, and then they just keep printing stuff that uses soul. Altial. <laughs> Altial, the Fighters Collection Heal, and the Fighters Collection G Guard. Yeah. Yeah. In, in this Angel feathers. Angel feathers. Soul mechanic relies solely on triggers with skills and nothing else. It if makes you want to kill myself. More.
0: Come on, yeah. hot with a soul cost, and uh, brave yeah. uses a lot of soul too. That's true. It does. Like S- Albion
1: uses soul scouting Owls.
0: Yeah, uh, if, of,
1: if you play yeah. it. Um, yeah. But the G guard. Yeah. And it, it's just a miracle that the new Brave BG soul charges if you if you get the if you get the special effect.
0: Yeah. I mean, like otherwise, all you had was like Dellenus, and that's kind of it. I mean, people
1: uh, are starting to play a yeah. Sonic Gull or um, Support Sorcerer Damascus to... Oh, uh, that
0: retires itself, never mind. That retires itself, draws... Why doesn't it go to Soul? It, it retires itself, draws, and countercharges. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I thought it went to Soul like mm-hmm. the rest of these kinds of cards. It retires itself. What my a pain. Bad. But,
1: I mean, no. I will say that the Soul engine for Gold Paladin is very strong. I think I was confusing it with the, all the
0: Gold Paladin yeah. units yeah. that go to Soul and, yeah. and countercharge. Because Hol- there's, Holy- like, 50 million of those. I know, I've had games where, like, I, I finished and I'll have, like... Eight nine cards in soul. I'm like, where the like, where's your soul saver dragon, man? That'd be cool. You save the soul for soul saver. I mean, because you have Jeffrey and Jerry, and like that's good enough. Yeah. Starface Lion. Um. I don't know. I mean, like the, the other thing that, that was kind of it for the list, and then like there were like mechanics that limit design space. We already talked about time leap, and I guess rescue, but. Yeah, I'm not really sure what Boucher is trying to do with rescue. All the new rescue
1: support implies that they want you to, like, rescue in main phase and check crits. Yeah. And then when you rescue in battle phase, get stands. Yeah, Like, this is going to happen every time? <laughs> or something? I don't know either. I think that's what they want to happen. I mean, and should... that's what Rin does in the show for some reason.
0: Yeah, But
1: that's not even reasonable to expect.
0: Because it's equally likely that the opposite happens. <laughs> I mean, to some people, yeah. And then...
2: Uh, just run 12 crit. Oh, wait, you can't, because Ruffers and Surgery are too good.
0: Yeah. So you can run at most
1: 7 crit. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a pain. And there's um, no reason to do that, because you can just play more stands. Yeah. Which work better, anyway.
0: Is there anything else? Or
1: I mean, I think those are, like, a lot of the major cards, like at least that I thought of immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there could be more that we're missing. There are so many cards in this game. Yeah. And so many cards that could be restricting the design space that maybe just don't see the light of day. Yeah. Like.
0: Or just haven't been uh, revealed. Like, then. there's like there were cards that, like, there's this, and there's this card
1: in Hearthstone called Master of Disguise, and it's, like, a 4-drop, 4-4, on play, giving you a minion stealth.
0: Starring, which is not even a good card. Starring Dana Carvey.
1: Um... That movie's bad, by the way.
0: I loved that movie. I'm okay. sure you
1: did. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but huh. Blizzard randomly in one pass just nerfed this card. Yeah. They said it gives it stealth until your next turn. Yeah. And the reason is because they want to print a bunch of good stuff for, like, if they want to print good minions for Rogue that have, like, nice passive effects, then you can't have this minion that gives stuff stealth indefinitely. So that means there could be a lot of units that are, that are not good that yeah. just exist and make it so they can't print other cards. And it's difficult to tell what those might be, because there are so many cards in this game.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't think this list is... This list is, I would say, almost certainly not complete. Yeah, and if you if you have more additions, feel free to tweet at us. Uh, you know, at Nexus at Night, or at Atlas Novak, at Waitums. Gabe doesn't have a Twitter.
1: <laughs> Gabe is a sociopath and does not have a Twitter.
2: <laughs> I mean, are those two really mutually exclusive? <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm not sure if I'm a sociopath, but I have a Twitter, so that is probably not a good case. What? Twitter is very funny. I don't know. Um, <laughs>
2: I have yeah, a yeah. lot of things to say. can't be restricted to 100 words.
0: Or 140 characters. It's not even words. <laughs> How shitty is that, right? Gross. If, 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 you, if you type, like, onomatopoeia, that's, like, half your fucking like Look, character I, count.
1: I, I, I understand You're saying that there could be people who misunderstand stuff because you only have 140 characters?
0: That's impossible. No freaking way.
2: You don't understand my power.
0: (laughs) You underestimate my power. All right, well, uh, until next time, I was Atlas. And I'm Matt.
2: Can I just die already?
0: No. (laughs) We'll see you next time after we take Gabe to the hospital. Take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, You can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T, Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, We have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.